Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, July 8th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The NYPD releases staggering crime increases for the month of June. Florida sets a deadline to reopen schools. The USA withdraws from the World Health Organization. CNN publishes a list of everyday racist phrases that we can't say anymore. Also ahead, what would Ben Franklin think of Colin Kaepernick? But first, the New York City Police Department releasing official crime stats for June. Murders up 30%, car theft up 50%, burglaries 118%, gun violence, that means shooting, 130%. Mayor de Blasio confirming $1 billion in funding, taken away from the police, and used for, quote, broadband internet access in public housing. The mayor, of course, directly responsible for Americans dying on the streets of New York. Florida's education commissioner saying the state's public schools must open when the academic year begins in August. Florida requiring a five-day work week, calling the schools necessary for children's nutrition, socialization, counseling, and education. Social distancing guidelines will be in place for all Florida pupils and teachers. The Trump administration officially leaving the World Health Organization, that's part of the UN. The White House citing the group's close ties to China and its handling of the global pandemic. The WHO praised Beijing's response to COVID back in January, thanking them for containing the disease before it spread to other countries. That, of course, was false and a colossal mistake for the world. CNN being mocked after publishing a list of commonly used racist phrases to be avoided by all Americans. Terms include peanut gallery, blacklist, grandfathered, and cakewalk. The channel also asking home buyers to avoid the expression master bedroom when searching for a new house. They should use the term primary room instead. And to think that some watch these loons? In a moment, Colin Kaepernick trashes America on the 4th. What would Ben Franklin say? Right back. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the old-fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Colin Kaepernick and Benjamin Franklin. You know Kaepernick. He's the former San Francisco 49er quarterback who started the kneeling trend during the national anthem. He lost his job in San Francisco, some say for bad play, others for politics. And he has continued to be an activist. On the 4th of July, Colin Kaepernick said terrible things about America, um, basically dividing the country into black and white, saying we 
are not going to support your independence holiday. And that was pretty bad. Now, I was thinking about Benjamin Franklin because he had a similar situation with his son, William. Did you know that Franklin, one of the biggest patriots, of course, in American history, had a close relationship with William until the Revolutionary War broke out? William Franklin sided with the king and was appointed the governor of New Jersey. Meantime, his father, Benjamin Franklin, went to France and did everything he could to have the king overthrown by the American patriots. He wrote, quote, Nothing has ever hurt me so much as to find myself deserted by my only son. So Benjamin Franklin took this very hard. The two men before the Revolutionary War worked together, and as I said, were close. But then, when the war started, it was all over. But why? But why? Why couldn't Benjamin Franklin and William Franklin come together after the colonies defeated the British crown? It was because of loyalty. Benjamin Franklin valued loyalty above all other attributes, loyalty to family, to country. And he couldn't get past the fact that his own son betrayed, in his opinion, the struggle for independence. So Benjamin Franklin left nothing to his son in his will, stating he would have no fortune or property had Britain won the war. In fact, Benjamin Franklin would have been hanged. Now, Colin Kaepernick. I'm not going to criticize Kaepernick for his opinion, his political opinion. He's entitled to that. I think he's wrong. I think he would get slaughtered in a debate with me. I've heard the man talk. He doesn't have much of a frame of reference. He's coming at it from a very emotional point of view. Colin Kaepernick believes his country is evil, even though he has prospered And he has made a name for himself, so much so that Disney has hired him to develop entertainment. And some believe he'll be back in the National Football League, which he should be. I don't think Colin Kaepernick should be banished. But if I'm a general manager, I know if I hire this guy, at least half of my fan base is going to be furious. Because Americans do value loyalty. You can dissent from your country. You can want to make it better. That's a good thing. But trashing it? So Franklin would disown Colin Kaepernick. No question. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. And check with us with our Stand Up For Your Country campaign. Very important. In a moment, something you might not know. Support for this podcast comes from Dropbox Business. Think about the people you work with. You're all supremely different which is why Dropbox designed a new workspace where whatever works best for you works best for your team, where every file and app connect. Tasks not only assign work, but also help organize it, where you can create new decks, spreadsheets, and even launch video calls without ever needing to leave your workspace. That's Dropbox Business, a space for teamwork your way. Visit dropbox.com slash teams at work for a 30-day free trial. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know about space intruders. In July 1947, a rancher in New Mexico discovered mysterious debris on his property just outside 
the town of Roswell. The farmer found metal, strings, glass, heavy rope, and silver paper scattered across his fields. Officials from a nearby military base insisted the material was from an unmanned weather balloon, but the locals didn't really buy that. Some folks thought the shiny objects were remnants of a crashed alien spacecraft, and tens of thousands of people descended on the village. One newspaper ran the headline, Flying Saucer Captured on Ranch in Roswell Region. More than 70 years later, the federal government issued a report claiming the debris was actually from a secret spy mission, codename Project Mogul. The military apparently was testing new types of aircraft to surveil the Soviet Union at the start of the Cold War. Despite that explanation, alien-obsessed tourists still flock to Roswell each year. Conspiracy theorists maintain that an alien spacecraft was found and its occupants captured. The Army covered up the crash, holding the space people hostage for medical experiments. The alleged events have been depicted in more than 25 movies, hundreds of books, and a series of TV programs. Today, Roswell boasts dozens of extraterrestrial-inspired restaurants, shops, museums, even haunted houses, generating millions for the local economy. Each night, tour guides offer, quote, alien walks for those hoping to make contact with visitors from beyond. To me, all I have to do is watch CNN, and I make contact with visitors from beyond. And here's something else you might not know. The United States military routinely releases videos of unidentified flying objects caught by cameras aboard fighter jets. A recent incident in April shows one pilot claiming, quote, I can see a whole fleet of them. In 2019, Americans reported more than 7,000 sightings of UFOs, and the most incidents were in New Mexico, of course. Back after this. I want to just bring that sense of community and naive arrogance back to the genre. Hey, music lovers, that was Youngblood, and I'm Allison Hagendorf. And finally, we have a show for us, for fans of rock and alternative. This is where we celebrate the newest songs from our favorite bands and the newest songs from the bands you need to know. Let's go. Rock this with Allison Hagendorf. Follow and listen for free on Spotify. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.